Well, he, well, he, his mic must be working now because he's dancing, he's singing, he's slapping me on the shoulder um, uh, like, like a piss. It's like just nice pests. to see you happy. And we got a text. I'm not too sure who you are. Remember to give us your names. Grant's in a shed with the door locked. <laughs> Obviously sounded really good earlier. And we apologize for that. You know, these things do happen. But you know what we do on the Saturday sesh? We adapt, don't we? We adapt. Wow, well, yeah. Find those solutions. It was you, you two keep calm. I was just throwing my toys out of the car. Do you know what it looked like? I'll just, I'm going to paint the picture okay. to all those listeners out there. There we go. Here it we go. looked like a plane was going down. Yeah. And Daniel McCarty was the pilot, feverishly touching every button on the console. And eventually he found one that worked. Which I've never actually touched that no. button ever before in my life. And it worked. You push my buttons, Daniel <laughs> McCarty. Do you know and, now I, and, and do you know what, Finn? I figured out another way to take him off here. Which is fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, good to see you. Uh, great to see you. And uh, what I tried to tell the listeners earlier on was, you know, this is picturesque. You a little bit disappointed. You've got your Wonder Snake number 10 mm-hmm. Dutch orange shirt on. Very colourful. I had an orange jacket on. But unfortunately, the Dutch team that you backed for the World Cup is out. I know. And the Japanese team that I backed for the World Cup is out. That is why we uh, have the sporting tips you should probably run a mile from. <laughs> yeah, we, we haven't covered ourselves in glory, Grant. Uh, you and I, maybe we can, uh, you know... Improve things later in the show. Our number is 0800 You can text us on double eight double three. Got a great show for you uh, coming up on our, our Razine Talking Cricket segment. We got a fabulous player who actually might have played for more teams than you, Grant, which is saying something. He would have played probably over 50 tests for any other nation in the world, given the, the time that he played. Yeah. And I'm not sure if you can guess who he is. Um, maybe during the show we give some tips. I'll give the first one. Yeah. He's played almost as many games uh, or f- for as many teams as Imran Tahir. Wow. So that's well beyond you. He's also got a test match double hundred to his name, doesn't he? Yep. Yeah. So he's a pretty good player. So there's your first tip. He's joining us after 11 o'clock. Uh, we are going to talk the Warriors. They play tonight. Hamilton. We always talk the Warriors. No, absolutely. Live commentary with uh, Sammy and Kempe. It'll be another top draw effort by those two. And we hope uh, another... Uh, win for the Warriors. Humming along. Uh, if you want to discuss that game, feel free. Uh, Paul Eiffel's going to join us, the former Wellington Fiddick star forward and, of course, coach these days. He's uh, been coaching in the women's football circuits for quite a while, but he's uh, been doing some uh, FIFA World Cup coverage for Optus. So yep. looking forward to catching up with uh, Paul about quarter past 12. All those regular features along the way, including... Sporting headlines, uh, which we will rip into right now. Uh, the English Premier League season has kicked off, Grant. Yes. Morning. Yeah, the English Premier League season has kicked off, and congratulations to Man City for winning the English Premier League on the opening day. <laughs> I'm going to make the call. They're going to be top 38 weeks of the year. Really? 38 game days. Well, you've made that's, a few that's predictions. That's my early call, and, I'm ho- and you know what? I'm hoping I'm cursing them. <clears throat> hope I'm cursing them. Uh, for the record, yes, Manchester City, the defending champions, the team that won the European Champions League as well, the treble last year, uh, have started off in typical fashion against newcomers. Yes, Burnley returning to the English Premier League, uh, Manchester City away from home, uh, have beaten them by three goals to nil. Took Erling Haaland all of four minutes to get off the mark. His first goal of the season, he uh, made it 2-0 after 36 minutes before Rodri made it 3-0. Uh, Burnley had a player sent off at a time. So the English Premier League has started um, and Manchester City 
have already uh, gone to the top of the league. Uh, what else is coming up? Well, uh, Arsenal runners up last year take on Nottingham Forest. Sheffield United take on Crystal Palace. Bournemouth, West Ham. Brighton up against a new team, Luton Town. Can't wait for that one. Everton, your boys take yes. on Fulham. Newcastle, Aston Villa. Brentford take on Tottenham. Chelsea, Liverpool. Manchester United take on Wolves. Just quickly, in between these headlines, what I want to tell you is what I'm really excited about with the Premier League is going to be my Everton club, just to see how much it's going to grow. And I'll name those people in the club because it is an exclusive club at the moment. And um, Chris, well, well done. He texted in early. We're going to be talking with Brad Hodge. Well yep, done. Yep, Brad Hodge. Brad Hodge is joining the show after 11. Well done, Chris. Excellent. You didn't put it on your social media, did you? Yeah, no, I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, you have hundreds and thousands of fans all over the world. Did you get coached from Ted Lasso on, on, on the show? No, actually, should I try that? Yes, okay. you should absolutely try and get coached from Ted Lasso. I will try at, that. At Sky Stadium. Sorry, at Wellington Regional Stadium uh, yesterday. We're getting sidetracked here. Hey, uh, people who know the show um, know we do that a lot. Uh, in the NRL last night, the Sharks too good for the Titans. Big win for them, 36 points to 6 at Points Bet Stadium in Sydney. While the mighty Broncos, hey, how good? Oh, 54 points to 10 over the Eels. Go watch that first half. Raise the bat. And get, and get absolutely shocked how good they look on attack. Uh, I'm a Broncos fan, um, by the way. Uh, the Broncos putting a 50 spot on the Eels. Congratulations to them. As far as the latter is concerned, uh, it's uh, the Panthers and the Broncos now on 38 points. The Warriors on 32, alone in third. The Warriors, of course, in action later today. Uh, FMG Stadium in Waikato, we can call it FMG Stadium again, because uh, the FIFA World Cup have moved out. Uh, that game kicks off at 7.30, um, full coverage right here on SENZ. Uh, elsewhere, as we continue to update you in the latest in sports headlines, um, pretty gripping couple of games in the uh, NPC last night. Uh, Counties Manukau and Hawke's Bay uh, put on quite the game of footy, quite electric at times. The game coming down to the wire, an incredibly close fought contest. Uh, Counties Manukau uh, led Hawke's Bay 24-18 with three minutes remaining after a penalty conversion from Riley Hohippa but were unable to hold off Hawks by conceding a penalty try in the 80th minute to win a game. Is there anything worse? You know, conceding a penalty try in the 80th minute, um, and then you lose. Uh, yeah, commiserations to them. Uh, and, of course, the FIFA Women's World Cup, second uh, group of quarterfinals later today. It is Australia up against France, England and Colombia. Australia v France kicks off around 7.30 New Zealand time, if I'm not mistaken. I think it's about a 5.30 local time in Australia. Fair to say they are fizzing. Yesterday it was uh, Spain going through 2-1 over the Netherlands after extra time and uh, 2-1 victory for Sweden over Japan. Uh, there are your latest in sports headlines, 14 minutes after 10 o'clock. Open line talk this hour, though, if you want to join us. 0800 You can text double eight double three. Here's Huckleberry. Finn, welcome. How are you? Good week, mate. Now you've been burning the candle, working some late shifts covering this football. You're holding up all right? Better than your headphones anyway. <laughs> yeah, I'm doing good, boys. How, how are we this morning? We're all, right. we're all right. Yeah, we're good. We're good. We, we are good. No, we're not. No, we're oh, we weren't earlier we're on. Not. We're not good. We're the good plane now, was though. going down. And... No, 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 no. I'm, I'm, I'm over that. Yeah. I, I'm somber mood today, Grant Elliott, because um, we both got eliminated last night. Yeah, we, we did. We both got eliminated. Uh, we decided after New Zealand were uh, eliminated from the uh, the FIFA Women's World Cup, which, by the way, is becoming more annoying. Sorry to say, Katie Bowen. Um, by the minute, uh, <laughs> when we are facing the fact 
that we will have a first-time winner at this tournament. That's great. And we're still in the quarterfinals. That's awesome. All, all the teams who have won previous World Cups are out. Yeah. Uh, Japan were the latest last night. But why are we sad? Because Grant and I, after New Zealand were eliminated, decided to, to, you, know, to, to you know, tie our colours to a nation. I'm pretty confident they would go deep into this tournament. But uh, unfortunately, the Netherlands and Japan uh, eliminated last night. I was positive about Japan after um, after they beat the USA. I was like, here we go. You know, this you is Spain. Yeah, sorry, Spain. Yeah, yeah. But when the USA were eliminated because Japan were obviously going to meet them um, in the next round, and yeah, to see them go, they played exciting football as well. So it was a shame to see them go. A real, a real shame. Do you know what this means, Grant? What the uh, the Japan player profile? I'm sure our social media cameras pick up the, the the Japan color profile. It has to go into the bin. Can I just no, name no. some of the players first? Yamashita. Good goalkeeper. Shimuzu. Made a couple of amazing saves last night. Minami, Kumagai, yep. Yaki, Kumagai, Sugita. Was a teenager, scored the World Cup winning penalty in 2011. How do you... Probably heard last... Is that... Is that... That give you nightmares, trying to pronounce all those no, names? No, 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 no. What about the Dutch one? No. That you're going to have to tear up? No. There's been a couple of games that's given me nightmares. So, unfortunately, you're going to have to tear up Japan. There we go. Japan is torn up. And they're in the bin. Okay. So Grant Elliott will have to choose another team. And uh, I'm going to have to do the same with the Dutch. The Dutch are now in pieces, literally and figuratively. <laughs> and they're in the bin. Van der Kracht. G'day, Paul. Welcome to the show. Thanks so much for joining us. How are you doing this Saturday? G'day, Paul. Yeah. G'day, guys. It's a beautiful day up here in, uh, in sunny Dawson, mate. Um, always is, isn't yeah, it, Paul? Especially when the Warriors are humming along. It's always sunny when the Warriors are humming along. How good, mate? Was it seven out of eight? This is just fantastic form, just at the right time of the season. Oh, absolutely. Uh, now, tonight's game, let's face it, you know, we, 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 we should absolutely deal to the Tigers, but there's yes. two, 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 two reasons why we could come undone. One is we've never won at Waikato Stadium for some reason, but I think we've had three previous games there. And the other, thing, other one is, uh, apparently it's supposed to be a wet night tonight, so um, we haven't gone well in, in the rain. We lost to the Rabbits, and I can't remember who else it was, uh, in the rain at Mount Smart. So those two factors is, is the only reason why, why we'll lose, but um, we'll get the job done tonight, mate. What what haven't they done in the wet? I, I know it's a really small sample. It's only a couple of games here or there, and you, it's not going to rain every game, especially come playoff time, you would hope. But what what maybe have they failed to do in those close games? In the wet. Oh, well, they got schooled by the Rabbitohs, especially Cody Walker. I remember the day I was there against the Rabbitohs. Cody Walker just showed them how to play uh, with his kicking game in, in the rain. And Sean Johnson, uh, unfortunately, didn't come to the party there. And, uh, he, and Cody Walker just he just kicked to kicked to the, kicked to the corners. They they just short passes up the middle. And so um, yeah, they hopefully they would have learnt from that. Um, yeah, so. That's uh, looking forward to tonight's game, and let's face it—you know—we've got four games to go, and all those teams are below us. Um, so we hopefully will will we'll win all those and get those eight points and end the season on forty points, which will be amazing. I don't know what your expectations prior to the season were. If you would have just been happy with the top eight finish, how much have things changed? You know, what are you dreaming of now when you contemplate the final series? Well, like Charles Nickel Clockstead said in an interview, you know, we're dreaming of them holding up the first ever 
Premiership, the trophy at the end of the season. And yes, you know, the likes of the Broncos and the Panthers are the other benchmark at the moment. But, you know, we, we pushed them to the limits and we had a close call against the Broncos with that, um, with that loss against the Broncos. So, you know, but, they, you know, it all changes when you hit the finals. Um, everything changes. Yeah. So he, he's hoping that the Warriors can get it done. Um, so, yeah, um, you know, we all, wanna, we all want that first Premiership um, for the Mighty Warriors. Uh, but I see um, I see me taking four four teams to Las Vegas next year for the first round, and I do remember a certain Andrew Abdo, you know, constantly reminding me, everyone that thank you to the Warriors for keeping the game alive during COVID. We can't thank them enough. Yes. They've done amazing. They've done amazing. Blah blah blah. And yet, you know, the Warriors aren't one of the teams going to Las Vegas. Uh, it's just lip service, and uh, you know, the Tigers are the only club. That have come over here and taken a home game, um, you know, to to New Zealand. So come on, step up, guys. Yeah, well said, Paul. Well said. There, there has yeah. been a lot of words like that about you know how much, and they did. They did. They did wonders for that competition. The sacrifices they did make. Did make. Um, you know, well said, Paul. Um, although um, yeah. the cynic of me thinks missing out on a trip to Las Vegas might not be a bad thing. You know what could possibly go wrong in Las Vegas, Paul? Although well, you and I, you and I aren't in the team. You and I, so, so it'll probably go a little bit smoother. Uh, <laughs> hey, Grant, what could well, go wrong well, in Las just, Vegas? Yeah, <laughs> Paul. So I don't think you really want to send a sports team to Vegas. So I don't know if that's uh, really conducive to high performance. Well, a certain movie called The Hangover comes to mind. Let's hope that there's nothing like that that goes on. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> Great to chat to you, Paul. Enjoy yeah. the win tonight. I'm pretty confident it'll be another one uh, for the Warriors tonight. Absolutely. Go well, my friend. Hey, All we can right. go to we can go to Matilda Country. Let's go to Matilda Country. Here's Mark the Matilda. Mark from Sydney. Are you are you all football heads? We are. It's going off here yeah. in Sydney, and we're eagerly anticipating the match tonight. And good morning, boys. How are you? Good morning, Mark. What well, what are you doing for the game? Are you you catching up with some mates? Are you going to the local pub? Get, a, get yourself no, a no. schooner. No, I'll just be hang, I'll just be hanging out at home with my uh, cute German shepherds and listening to it on SENZ as I've been the whole ah, World Cup and, two, and multiple German uh, shepherds. Yes, I have two German shepherds, Indy and Caesar. What they're are their very, names, Mark? Very Indy and Caesar, and they're very big and they're very cute. And uh, no. I tell you, the way the way the Australian Rugby Union team has been going, as in badly, I reckon if you subbed Indian Caesar in for some of the backs, they'd perform a lot better. <laughs> well, your dogs have played as many tests as a few of those players that made the World Cup squad. Uh, that's right. If you consider uh, the amount of fights they've been in with local dogs, yes, and the <laughs> amount of... Uh, compare that with the amount of uh, supposed fights that... Uh, you know, as in good team performance that some of the Wallabies have put in, which is, in short, no. My dogs would, uh, you know, kick these guys from here, from here to uh, Wellington and back when it comes to performance. But, uh, yes, I mean, things are looking up for Australian sport. I mean, without being too insensitive toward uh, New Zealand and you guys in general, we did win the Nepal World Cup, so that was good. And then uh, the Sydney Swans Sorry, won last that. weekend. Uh, my, my, I missed that one. <laughs> Yeah, no, switched off. <laughs> and then um, I took my brother out to see a uh, Sydney Swans versus Greater Western Sydney Giants Aussie Rules match yeah. last weekend. And just despite him being a very avid rugby union fan, being from uh, Havelock near Blenheim, he enjoyed it. 
And uh, I must say, I think that with regard to state of origin, we're looking good for next year to take the series. Brilliant. Because, I mean, with Brad Best scoring two tries in match three here in Sydney, I think we're looking good. And I don't think... I love, how, I love Mark, how you're always looking to origin, no matter the time of the year. It's fantastic. It just shows your passion I'm, for that competition. Do, do you, in, as an Aussie, and I know you've got connections to New Zealand, so um, yep. I, I know if the shoe was on the other foot, you probably would. But do you would you expect all New Zealanders to become Matildas fans from here on in? Mm, good question. Well, knowing my family over there, I'd probably say no. And knowing a lot of my people's <laughs> workmates, Knowing a lot of my Kiwi workmates, I'd say no. I mean, I would encourage New Zealanders to support Australia, but knowing New Zealanders' filthy rivalry against Australia in everything, I'd say they wouldn't. Um, and I've got to admit, Japan was a good choice to uh, follow, but uh, I've got two questions for you guys. And I must say, Daniel, you did an extremely great job on the commentary during the week. I was listening into that. And uh, again, I give you an eleven out of ten rating. And uh, Grant, I don't, I don't think his head's going to blow up that big, so he won't be able to get out of the studio today after a couple of months. Well, Mark, you know, uh, he's like he's like Dougie Bollinger. He gives a hundred and fifty thousand percent everything he does. Well, at least I've got my own here, Grant. (laughs) At least I've got my own here. Good to chat, Mark. Thanks so much, mate. See you, mate. Excellent stuff. 0800-150-811. You can text us on double eight double three. Uh, Finn, are you supporting Australia? Should we support Australia? Are I mean, we allowed to support? I got no Is one it? else to support we, we, now. Can, can, we, can we bring ourselves around to supporting Australia? I'm, I'm going to go Sweden. Oh, oh, that was a short conversation. No, no, no. I mean, you guys can go Aussie. I'm going Sweden. And purely because they were based in Upper Hutt. They were at NZCIS. One of my mates. Jamie Tout, who's GM over there, he went to go and watch them in the change room and they won last night. So, um, yeah, I'm going to have to go Sweden. I feel like they're the local Wellington team. Okay, okay. So you're Sweden. Mm. Your team's Sweden. To the team of Vanquish, your team, you're on board. The Swedes, your team, Sweden. Ever been to Sweden? No. Very, very pretty country. Is it? Yes. Very green. A lot of Eiffel. cricket there. I went there for a rugby tens tournament. Oh. What position did you play? Oh. <laughs> it wasn't much rugby by the looks of that. Yeah. <laughs> Good couple of days. Very expensive at the bars, though. What a junket. Very expensive at the bars. What about you, Finn? Who are you going for? So we've got Espana uh, and Spain in one semi final. Well, we've still got two quarter finals with Australia taking on France and England taking on Colombia. I'll just back can, Aussie. Can we bring ourselves? Yeah, well, you I, are. I think I can. Does I think it feel I can. dirty? That, I don't think so. Does it feel so. dirty, those words coming out of your mouth? Oh, oh yeah, no, a little, a little bit, a little bit. But, you know, I've just got to bite the bullet. You know, just do it. Go on, support the support the boys across the ditch and the girls. Why not? I'm, I'm, I'm torn. Love Spain. Yeah. Spain yeah. looks so good. Amazing they look scary good. Amazing time in Barcelona many years ago. I'm excited I, to I see found, who you go for here. I found this place down in La Rumbla, I think it was called. Uh, all you could drink for twenty euros, and the only the only thing you weren't allowed was beer. It, clearly, it was a money laundering bar. They were clearly trying to launder some, something through the tills. It's twenty euros. Well, you could drink, but you see the Europeans. This is two thousand and five. I drink responsibly, people. I did not on that. You evening. do have to drink so responsibly. I've got, got very fond memories of Spain. Mm. 
I've got French family. My nephew and niece are French. Oh, okay, yeah. So they come into the fold. Yeah, they come into the fold. I kind of want to support Australia, but I've spent my whole life despising <laughs> these sporting teams. It just seems very odd. I'm torn. I'm torn. Well, you've nailed your colours to the Swedish mast. Well, I think the backlash... You look a bit it, Swedish, uh, don't you? He looks a bit Swedish. He's pretty enough to live in Sweden. If Australia win, could we take it from just the media and the, oh. the backlash of... Yeah, but England, you know, how England's media will be bad. And England as well. Because French media, we can't understand them. Yeah. Yeah. So I think you have to take that into yeah, account. Okay. Right, we'll continue to ponder which team uh, we will support. Uh, your thoughts, 0800 uh Open line talk throughout this hour. Uh, we like to throw out a potpourri of uh, topics, uh, but we really are dictated by you. If there's something you want to discuss, um, as we often say, speak now, forever hold your peace. 0800-150-811, text us double eight double three. Hey, Grant, you are making the old saints proud. Fellow old boy, which you were my head boy. Maybe I was his pick. I didn't actually make make it to head boy, but right. maybe I was pick. Okay, it's Tony, by the way. Speak yeah. to Tony directly. Please. Thanks, Tony. A cricket question for you. Thoughts on the BBL draft list I saw with a few SA boys and an and an NZ boy. Who would you bid for and why? Looking forward to hearing your thoughts. Do you want to ponder that? Oh, get into it? No, and so easy. Yeah? One player, Rashid Khan. Yeah. Straight away. Done. Four overs. He's going to get you two wickets, three wickets minimum. And he's just unplayable. He's a pretty good. That's a pretty yeah. good shout. And he and he can whack it. Yeah, pretty good shout. Uh, this FIFA Women's World Cup has got me hooked. That means there's a sport watching dilemma tonight. The Matildas kick off at seven. Warriors at seven thirty. Uh, being a man, I can't multitask and watch both at once on separate screens. Plan A: Watch the Matildas live at seven pm. Record the Warriors uh, with my new my Sky. Um, Dakota actually records the Warriors game tonight, unlike the first Blizzard Cup test uh, weeks ago. Sky, I hope you have fixed the software defect. Uh, yeah. Richie wrote, writes that one. Yeah, Richie, that's... I'm so with you. I can't watch two things at once. I just can't do it. I know a lot of people love multi-screening, but I, I, I can't do it. It's the Matildas for me. It's not even close. It's not even close. I'll be watching um, Australia-France. I'm sorry, Warriors Nation. Here we go. Who's this the rugby league hate? No, there's no jeopardy to this game. There's no jeopardy to the Warriors game against the Tigers. Even if they lose, you know, what, what, does, what, what does it really do? Are they out of the competition? No. No. Um, so I would personally um, go the Matildas up against France. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I would. And also because you, yeah, I mean, secretly I almost feel like you're supporting Australia. Me? Yeah. Oh, am I? I sort of feel like you are. Yeah. I sort of feel like you I don't want to bring it. You are. I, I kind of am, aren't I? You are. Oh, no. And that was Richie, um, our New Zealand Defence Force uh, oh, Everton he, supporter. He's, he's, I'm pretty sure that is Richie. Okay. Which is great to hear from you, Richie, because oh the Everton Club, the exclusive Grant Elliott Everton Club, will be back up and running and we're going to get members. I feel a bit sick and ill. Something's very weird has come over me all of a sudden. Why? Well, I've just figured out I'm kind of supporting Australia. Yes. I can shake it. Look at my hand. Look at my hand. What's this called? In psychology <laughs> terms, what is it called when you come to the realization that you're doing something you don't want to do? <laughs> you're in bed with your worst enemy. <laughs> what have I done? Uh, it's 29 minutes away from 11 o'clock. Open line talk. 0800 <laughs> what is What are the Springboks playing at? I'm going to bring that up next. Stay with us.
25 minutes away from 11 o'clock, 0800 150 Our number, open line talk through 10 and 11 always on the Saturday stage. She's Grant Elliott, I'm Daniel McCarty, Huckleberry Finn is with us. Um, double eight, double three. if you want to send a text. Like Peter McSee has sent this one in. Peter McSee. If Oz beats France, they win the World Cup. Crushing. I hope they can. Are you Australian, Pete? Or are you, like me, a Kiwi who's kind of finding himself in this weird position where he's kind of wanting Australia to win. Uh, we've got Brendan who writes, uh, I'm going Colombia. Love their supporters' passion. I think they can go all the way, writes Brendan. Colombia. Colombia. Oh, they'll be marching, won't they? Marching up and down the street. Very stretch. passionate. Very passionate. I didn't know what was going on last night because uh, I, I left the Champions Luncheon where it was amazing. There was 400000 over $400,000 raised for Lifelight. Incredible. And uh, we left the the event at Tekina Event Centre, and there was people everywhere. And I thought they were coming from the football, but it was the fireworks. FIFA put on fireworks display. I, I didn't see it, but apparently it was... It it's was amazing. Amazing. Did you see it, Daniel? I did see it. I did see oh, it. Oh, awesome. O- over the top of uh, Mount Victoria on the eastern side. Of suburbs. course, you... We could see it all, all the way over got there. Got your penthouse at yeah. Oriental yeah, Bay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, nine matches done. Uh, it's all over in Wellington. Um, you know, 200,000-plus fans. I think yeah, average, awesome. About 26,000. Incredible. Incredible um, uh, turnouts. Well done, New Zealand and Australia, for the support. G'day, Dean. Thanks for holding. How are you? Dino? Yeah, all good, guys. All good. Yeah, well, speaking of that football, eh, like the old TAB gave me a good ass kicking with um, Japan. But <laughs> who's seen, who's seen, yeah, I know, but it doesn't matter. I'd rather give it to them than other people. So who's seen um, that Sweden performance coming, though? Like, when they played America... They just, this is what I don't know enough about football clearly, but they just sat back and waited for penalties and thought, we don't want to chance their arm against America because they might burn us. But they've got height, they've got pace, they've got incredible skills. They're not too hard to look at. But they could easily, I, I just didn't see that coming. I could, I could envision Japan getting in behind them and winning 3 0 easily mm-hmm. after the American game. And then that came out in the first half, and I thought, what the hell am I watching here? Like Japan looked like they were dragging weights behind them or a flounder net full of flounders. The second half, it sort of changed. Like Maybe Japan thought they would run out of puff with having to play extra time and penalties. That must be... You wouldn't want to do that now with a four-day turnaround, I'll give you the tip, but how good has it been to watch? Like, seriously, that last night, if you weren't sitting on the end of your seat watching that, you haven't got red blood in your veins. Like, there's something wrong with you, like... I couldn't believe it. And I've got no real affiliation to any of those teams, to be brutally honest. I, I know a Japanese lady, so I support Japan a little bit. But And good on Are they such graciousness? And the, I didn't want to hear Aren't that interview afterwards yeah. with the captain. I was just about crying. I felt sorry for them, but they just got oh, beat. Yeah. And that's what sport's about. The, they got beat, and they can be proud as hell. Yeah. There, there was a moment after the game where one of the, the young Japanese players who actually plays in Sweden was being helped up by a clubmate. Um, and I know the guy next to me doesn't like to remember things, but it, it, it made me think of you helping a certain guy up after a World Cup semi-final, you know, like in the battle and then the immediate aftermath and, and the empathy you can have for the other guy, or in this case, the other the woman on the other side. Inconsolable she was, and trying to get, you know, trying to comfort her while her team are off celebrating in a, in a, 
in a huddle, having made it through to a semi-final. It was a really stirring fight back from Japan. They just, you know, waited an hour to get into the game. But that, that was probably Sweden's best performance. I've been lucky enough to commentate all of their games except for that one last night. And yeah, they had a big win over Italy, five goals to nil. I, I, I thought that was mainly because of their set-piece dominance. Uh, Italy just couldn't deal with it. I thought they were... Uh, very rusty against South Africa, needed a 90th minute goal to beat South Africa in their opening game. Uh, made heaps of changes for their win against Argentina in the last group. I didn't think they played all that well and, and were really on the back foot against Australia. But you know, this, this, this Swedish side has pedigree. I, I would liken them to the Black Caps at one-day World Cups. Mm. They're always in the semi-final stage, always um, in the mix, Dino. Uh, they've never won it, though. Sound familiar? Um, so they've... Here's some info as far as what they've done over the years. They were semi-finalists in 91, quarter-finalists 95, 99, runners-up in 2003, uh, exited the group stage in 2007, and then semi-finals in 2011, round of 16, and semi-finalists four years ago, and the semi-finalists again. They're, they're a pretty consistent bunch, uh, Sweden, and they, they know how to win these games, it seems, Grant. Dino, I uh, love having you on the show. I, I, I've got two questions yeah, for you, they Dino. Did. Yep. Uh, this is a little bit off topic, but where are you? Are you in the tropics? It sounds like there's yeah, parrots in the background. And also, uh, were, uh, you, were you were you ill last week? We didn't hear from you. Didn't hear from you last week. No, I wasn't ill. Like, I thoroughly enjoyed that game. I, I, we won't talk about the rugby. We'll talk about that next week. But Giddy yeah. Eddie's not far away. Like I, They've got an easy run through. They've got semi-final written all over them, if you ask me. Yeah, haven't they? Oh, to, Lord, haven't the they tropics, got an easy draw? No, yeah, I haven't got not of the tropics. I got a damn cockatiel here that he's uh, he's it's kind of cool to be brutally honest, but he doesn't go and unfortunately he doesn't sit on the bloody World Cup board thing there and pick one of them so I can make some money. I keep going backwards, backwards, backwards. <laughs> but I don't mind losing money when I'm smiling, you know. Like it's, when you're smiling, you know, I've got to go back to work on Monday, but never mind. I don't mind doing that. So. It is what it is, but no, it's been great. So who are you supporting now? Who do you support now? Oh, it's fantastic. You know, we're going to have a first-time winner at this tournament, and, and well, we're still in the quarterfinals. It's incredible. So who do you support well, now in that Japan? You're a bit like Grant. You've had to throw the Japan team list in the bin. Yeah. Well, uh, like I, I don't mind Australia. Like, I just, I, I wish sometimes we had that killer instinct, you know. Like, I love that. It's the convict nature of them, I suppose. It's in their genes. They don't know any better, and they'll just keep fighting. So... I've got the World Cup rugby. I've got four seats in my kitchen. So I've got Australia, Ireland, France, England shirts over the seats. So I think I might put on the old Wallaby shirt tonight and just sit there and <laughs> I want to win. At the end of the day, I'm not yeah. a, I'm not a, a you know, if, if, a, if Australasia could imagine if we won this thing, like we've oh, done no. incredibly well just hosting it. And they won't yeah. give up. Like, the French is very, very good. That wee dark girl, she could top the goal scorer. And I tried to get some money on her, but I... Oh, Yanni. Yeah, yeah she's real good. Yeah, she's, she's real good. Hey, very, very... Do, oh, how good was... Do you know... Was, uh, yeah. th there was an awkward moment at the uh, at the auction yesterday. Well, it wasn't aw awkward, but it was... There was an amazing item. It was the Rugby World Cup shirt cut into four colours. The colour of the English flag... South African, New Zealand, and Australian, and it was all the World Cup rugby winners signed. And they said, and when you auction the shirt and you get it, we're going to send it off to the next World Cup for the team that wins it. And I was like, oh, that'll be awkward if it's not one of those four countries. They have to, 
cut the shirt up, open up the frame and put a put another colour in. Did anyone if it tell is them that France were favourites to win the World Cup? Yeah, well, that's the thing. I, I suddenly started looking at favourites and, yeah, France are 350 uh, along with New Zealand uh, or the All Blacks for the World Cup. Right. We can talk about that next week, Dino. Thanks so much. Enjoy tonight, Dino. It could be a stressful night for you, a newfound Australian football fan. Thanks so much for your time. Look after that cockatoo. (laughs) And are we plugging for the Dunedin under-20 final too, can we? Are we allowed to? Yeah, sure, mate. Yeah, as long as you tell us your cockatoo's name. We've still got a bit of rugby going on down here because of the university holidays and that. So there'll be some future Highlanders for sure running around. So it's the mighty Dunedin. There's the landlord of the pub that I live above. He 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 manages and coaches that team, so I better put a plug in for them. And they play the Kiker. Why well, wouldn't have a look at their club rooms when I got lost over that side of Eden once? And it, it's like a league club in Australia. They've even got a full-time manager, so they're like big brother here, I guess. I don't know that much about Dunedin rugby, but yeah, the Shark Park. If you're doing nothing in Dunedin, get your ass down there and have a look at the young kids coming through. Cause it'll be a good day out. Beautiful day. Good on you. I'm sure Jamie Joseph's got some scouts there. I'm sure Jamie Joseph has some scouts. Thanks so much, Dino. Our number is 0800-150-811. You can text double eight double three. Grant Taylor, you know, you understand the psychology of South Africa probably better than me, don't you? <laughs> I think so. Well, I mean, you know, I was there 20 years ago, 23 years ago. Yeah, well, well you were teaching me how to say the, uh, the South African coach's name for a start, weren't you? Yeah, Jacques Ninaba. Right, okay. So when he's talking about Lucanio Arm and Andre Pollard not making the World Cup squad, yeah. um, and he writes, Andre's rehab went well, but now he needs to go through a test match week and the demands of a test match week, explained the coach. He needs to be able to produce on a Saturday, and then he has to back it up the next week and the next week without putting him in too early. He also adds, we believe they both will have the potential to be fit and ready to go by the Scotland game. Okay. Okay. okay, haven't been selected, haven't been but they'll selected. be ready to go. But they haven't been selected in the squad, but will be ready to go okay. for Scotland. But, uh, hang Scotland on, go. Daniel. But, but he adds in, he adds in, he goes, maybe the week after that, but they can only come into the World Cup squad if there is an injury or if a player does something to deselect himself. It's a warning shot to all players in the squad that there is... Potential deselection during the World Cup, I'd say. But uh, I know that the, there's stringent well, now, now. rules around injuries. It has to be assessed, you know, by a medical yeah. team. But the deselection baffles me. It sounds like there will be an imminent deselection. That's what it sounds like. Deselection? What? Is it going to turn itself off? The fourth half beat they picked. It's going to get dumped. And it seems very, very strange. We've got to take a break. Um, Bruce, you'll be up next. Appreciate your patience. It's 13 away from 11. Ten minutes away from eleven o'clock. Oh eight hundred one five zero eight eleven. Bruce, your patience is admirable. Appreciate you waiting through that break. How are you today, sir? Well played, Bruce. Fantastic, guys. Yeah, um, have been listening a wee bit. Hey, um, just just ponder a question here. I don't know if you've often wondered or why the football match is ninety minutes, and I don't know if anyone. Apologise if someone's actually told you why, but. Way back in 1866, um, in the English football between London and Sheffield, apparently they decided to play a match for 90 minutes. Before that, it used to be indefinite until there was a winner. I, well, I believe it was two hours. But if there was no, they would keep going till, till someone decided by goal. So way back in 1866, that match, and it's stuck ever since. And I raised the question that some of these matches are a bit of a snooze fest. 
the teams don't play positive enough to take the to take a chance, a risk to actually score a goal in case they give a goal up. And uh, you might think, you know, Japan sort of played that way a bit, and a few others have played that way. So just a just a point to ponder. And I I, I would wonder how you could incentivize and actually, yeah, yep. You can't say well, that about them. Absolutely not. Outstanding. Outstanding. Yeah. And, you know, if, you, if I was coaching, I'd tell my players, you're going to have 20 minutes on there, run yourself into the ground, try everything, then you're going to be subbed. Make the most of every minute on the match. And I think that's the way they should play. Not try and play out for a, for a, you know, a penalty shootout or whatever. But I don't and know how many teams have done change. that. Because... And I, and I respect your opinion. I, I'm also entitled to dis- mm. disagree with it. I, I kind of disagree. I, I think I think Sweden very much were very negative against the United States. They weren't last yeah, they night. Were. They really took it. To, they Sorry. took it to Japan, and Japan took an hour to actually figure them out. Uh, that uh, yep. the Dutch sort of the Dutch were off colour because Spain was so good yesterday. I thought. Mm. Um, but you know what? The the, the um, defensive um, approach can work too. You know, if you don't Absolutely. concede, it's hard to get knock, knocked out. Germany it? and Men's World Cups, I mean, it's worked for them, you know, often in yep. terms of how defensively they play. But, yeah, I mean, I think there'd be a lot of women uh, players and maybe coaches that are slightly overawed by this whole experience. You know, it's been an amazing World Cup in terms of how it's been marketed and followed and the crowds and the players probably haven't experienced anything close to this before. Maybe the USA players. Who you who you tipping now, Bruce? Have you t- tied your colours to a certain team? Uh, when I did when I did my research before any of the matches, I had Japan as real wild cards, and I had Sweden. And I thought wow. maybe they can both make it through to the last four or the final. So I'm still in there with Sweden. I've got a bet on them. I don't know what I Good got man. on them, but odds, but. Um, hey, I salute New Zealand and the, and the support and the crowds. It's been unbelievable. Yeah. What, better than it's I ever excellent. imagined. And yeah. let's hope it changes football in the country. Because so many people Price play the tickets, it. Bruce. Well, let's, let, let's hope we put our uh, name in the, the hat to host the, uh, the Men's World Cup in, what, in the 2030s sometime. Um, yeah, do it. And, and, then, and then we can embrace Christchurch into this. And that you know, lovely new stadium. <laughs> exactly, my friend. Exactly. Um, I, I must admit, I, I've um, felt a bit um, for people on the South Island. Only only one destination, of course, being out Dunedin. Um, but you know, um, Christchurch's going to be in a position oh, well. in years to come with an amazing uh, stadium. Uh, well, thanks so much, Bruce. Do appreciate it. Go enjoy well your done, weekend. Have thanks. a great day. Thanks, Cheers, mate. Bruce. Do appreciate it. All right. Uh, our number is oh eight hundred one five zero eight eleven double eight double three. Um. Did you see that Dutch game yesterday? No, I didn't. No, no. I was watching. I was watching it on Tribe. Have uh, you seen the handball? Just a, a wee snippet. Yeah. Tell me about it. That was one of the best brain fades in sport I've seen. <laughs> Ball's been played in from the right hand side. Uh, Van der Glacht is out of the area. She, she sticks her hand out, just reactive, like puts her hand out, knocks the ball down. Only her hand and the ball are inside the area. No. Oh. Concedes a penalty. Spain score. Brain fades. It got me thinking of brain fades. Brain farts, brain fog. Chamozzles. Yeah. What are, what are some of your favourite brain fades in cricket? <laughs> in sport. 
Uh, let us know. Double eight, double three. That, that's got to enter the Hall of Fame of brain fades. The wrong place at the wrong time. Yeah. Billy Slater, 2008 Rugby League World Cup. Grant Elliott, you were there. You'll remember that fondly, surely. Absolutely. Well, maybe. <laughs> Back after the short break with the headlines.